Hello and welcome back to the three boot of the 43 feet podcast. My name is Frank Schwartz and this is, all right, let me start that again. <laughs> I like that. That was a nice, that was, it was yes. getting there. It was getting there. It was getting there, but I, I went off in a weird, okay, here we go. Ready? Just do the thing where you say you're going to reset it and edit it, but then and then don't. actually just hear all this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? All right. Stand by. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. Make way for Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances for my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this... I'll need my news team at my side. News team, assemble! We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And we're back. Hello and welcome back to the three boot of the 43 feet podcast. Excited to be with you. My name is Frank Schwartz. Uh, many of you who listen know me as Dark Helmet. I am the president of F3 Nation, whatever that means. And I am joined this week, as is usually the case, by several members of the shared leadership team for F3 Nation. First up, the Weasel Shaker, His Highness, His Royal Babyfaceness. <laughs> He had to shave because he had drill this weekend. Eric Noak, 42 Gobbler. Uh, yes, I, I did have to shave. So I have like one day's worth of stubble, which is uh, it's kind of weird because I've spent so many years shaving that when you ha- if you have that image of yourself, I in my mental image, I'm always shaved. And then huh. sometimes I'm not. It's kind of weird. So uh, but we did have a good weekend. I uh, went to the range, qualified with my M4 rifle sharpshooter. Ooh, so that sounds know. fun. That's a good weekend when you're shooting things. It's a good weekend when you're shooting things. That sounds like the gobbler t-shirt if I've ever heard of one. Speaking of guys who make t-shirts, the head of communications for F3 Nation, Mr. Brian Jodis, 40 Uno. Hello, Kitty. I, he said, in my head, I'm always shaved. I had to mute myself for a moment because I, <laughs> I about fell out. About fell out listen uh for a long time long time and not every day you get to share the airwaves with a man who has uh, been on the order of man podcast and look so- in fact I, tw- I i tweeted it today i was like look this may be as famous as i ever get so please listen like this may- in all seriousness though pax if you have not had a chance to listen to dark helmet on the order of man podcast we highly recommend you go check it out paints a great picture for what f3 is and if you've got a friend who you've been working on right who's on the fence and like you can only explain him to him so much and and you think he's a dude that would be into the order of man i'd send them that podcast for sure because it gives i always love when we go on other people's shows because it gives us a chance to talk about f3 and how much we love it and they get to ask us questions that we might not ask ourselves. That's yeah, true. Yeah, cool. Stuff so that we kind of take for granted sometimes. Well yeah. done and a T-claps to you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Um, it was uh, a lot of fun to do. And uh, we have some some uh, big, big things coming mm-hmm. in that, that sort of media space, uh, I hope, uh, very soon as well. So it is kind of fun to, to think 
um, that F3 gets more and more famous by the day. Sure does. Speaking of famous, the head of technology for the F3 Nation, Chris Gambino, 4-0, bada bing. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Um, glad you are excited here. About the, excited about the topic today. And um, I, unlike Gobbler, am growing a beard slash uh, pseudo mustache. Once my wife finds out that it's a mustache, she's not going to be happy, but hey. Oh, no. Wait, you're saying you're getting rid of the rest and it's going to be a mustache only? I'm, I'm backdoor in the mustache here. I've got the five o'clock shadow. Excuse me? And, uh, <laughs> no, I, I am not sure what we're there. talking about right now. And I feel like I need to. Yeah. I know okay. this much. Gambino with a mustache. I'm just waiting for like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I uh, hope you were doing well, my friend, down there in Ponte Vedra, the Jack's area uh, in which you reside. Absolutely. Last but not least, never least, only last introduced here on uh, the podcast this morning, the head of leadership development for F3 Nation, Seth Brown, 47, Bono. Hey, brother. It's uh, it's good to be here today. I uh, have been rocking and rolling. I just dropped my oldest off in college. We went to see her yesterday. So uh, life is a little bit different in the Brown household. So Oof. you're getting ready to I, do that, aren't you? I am. I am uh, roughly two weeks, slower two weeks away from doing the same thing with my oldest. She's headed out though a little further. Yours is a pirate, right? No, she's a, oh, no, that's right. an she avenging is. angel. That's she right. Is in, she in Meredith, to, so yeah. ninety minutes away. So not, not too, too bad. bad. Not too bad. Mine is a a, a straight uh, a straight shot all the way to Rexburg, Idaho, at uh, Brigham Young University, Idaho. So it's a it's a bit of a hike, a bit of a hike. Just a um, little bit. Dad, so far, I mean, I might be just in total denial. I haven't I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, like I'm totally fine. Like I'm good. Mom is tamping down feelings and it is not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. You realize she'll be closer to where I live now than where you live. (laughs) That's scary. You know what? We're going to withdraw her from school. (laughs) (laughs) That first, uh, that first sit around the dinner table. I think then it'll, that'll be one of those moments where it probably hits you. Yeah. We've had a couple now where, uh, you know, like she's been at work or something like that. And so it's like a little bit of a thing, but a lot of times we'll wait because she doesn't, you know, she'll get off in time still to make it to like a late dinner. We'll just like postpone it to like seven, seven thirty or something, kind of kick it down the road so we can have mm-hmm. everybody together. But I think the first, like once, once we have like a three days in a row when she's not there, I think that's when it really starts to sit. In fact, mm-hmm. my wife and I were talking about because uh, the two older ones, one was at camp uh, over the summer and one was working at dinner time and had to close. So she was there until like 10 o'clock or something. And so, um, you know, neither of them was home and we just had youngest and youngest, you know, 12 year old sitting there. And like after dinner, we looked at each other and we were like, our, this is what our life is going to be like for four straight years. Mm-hmm. You know, once, cause, cause middle is a, a junior and heads out in a couple of years. So then we'll have four straight years of just the youngest. And I was She's like, probably like, I can't wait. Look, that kid already rules. The roost, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, my wife was like, Oh, that's, um, and she sits on my right side. And I was like, I really, I think I'm grateful. I'm going deaf in my right ear because that child is just, it's just just (laughs) nonstop words like forever. It's never, Oh my gosh, I love her. And sometimes I just want to turn to her and go, honey, shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. 
I, I echoed this sentence the other day. I, I don't have the capacity to answer that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You can't bring work home, Brian. That's not. <laughs> I just I can't. I can't. I love you, but I can't do it right oh, now. Oh man. Oh God. We were at F three Dad's camp this weekend. Yeah. And I, had, and I had to course correct my youngest daughter on something. I said I love you, but and then I gave her the course correction. She goes, Yeah, I like that. I like that preface at the beginning of the. That's statement. what she said. So I like the rem- so, no. I said that. I love oh, you. Yeah. To her, but, but she yeah. needed some, and he said, "Oh, you know, I like that." I said, "Yeah, that's that's what I call." So slight, slight tweak here, Kitty. In, instead of the but, try an and. Here it comes. I love you. I love we're you. Always, we're always getting correct. Final count. No, 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 no. This is this is it's. There's a lot, a lot of research behind. Well, there's a lot of meaning in that but because everything before the but doesn't matter. Yeah. That's exactly right, Doa. I mean, literally everything. But so I love you. I don't really care about that. Get your stuff in in mm. gear, right? I love you and get your stuff in gear has a different meaning. I'll report back oh, as different. to how that goes over next time. Tell, tell me. I'd be, I'd be intrigued. I yeah. And that's our show. Uh, just good that stuff. advice alone was really <laughs> all that was necessary. So no that's way. good. No. Uh, but speaking of getting on to the topic of the day, Brogamax. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to discuss. <laughs> that Holy moly. You guys saw the dust up, I'm sure, and some of you participated. Uh, I know that we had some talk about it over the weekend, and it was kind of funny. And I was hoping maybe people wouldn't really say much. Oh, was I wrong? <laughs> what is, I, I well, don't know. What is there to say? Like, you know, I got it. Um, there's probably a demand out there for yoga mats, and that's cool. But, uh, you know, at, I think the marketing slogan kind of just missed the mark, in my humble opinion. Well, so. But I'm a guy that doesn't even wear gloves at a workout. So what do I know? Amen. We did all cinder block work this morning and I don't wear gloves because I don't think it's appropriate. Um, the only time I'll wear gloves is like if I'm really legitimately risking some sort of frostbite. But that's mm-hmm. not it's not so much to protect my hands from what we're doing as it is like to keep my digits intact. Uh, you know, I, I can't do anything about that. But uh, Malco did say that, you know, he I guess kind of uh, the marketing person wrote that who I don't know if they're F3 or not and kind of stuck it out there. And he was like, yeah, it didn't quite get its final check. And I would have probably changed it up uh, something or I can't remember what he said. And I said, look, just admit it's a miss. Just admit it. It's okay. Yeah. Just, just admit it. And he was like, no, no, we sold a lot of them. I don't think it's a miss. And I said, maybe it's not a miss for you, Biggin. Mm-hmm. But it was a miss for the mission. So I, as I said, I think everyone should buy a broken mat and, and yeah. give it to dark helmet for Christmas. I think that's a terrible idea. And I will be editing that out. <laughs> i told you what you could do with them i'm gonna burn them in effigy is what i'm gonna do no, I know, no that's right mission. that's right donate I, them to the it, rescue mission i'm gonna take the opposite stance here and, and let everybody know in the cross the whole nation that bada bing has bought a broken mat it is sh- being shipped you said it was it for your a, wife it will be a gift for my m to further <laughs> market the f3 nation mission to that's other fun. women all right that's fine she works out with because and a lot more for the record group Oh, wait a minute. For the record, if anyone else can prove that they have queued a Broga workout earlier than January 24th of 2018, come see me. But I'm going to claim that I coined Broga. In Man, the, 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 the F3 Raleigh boys have a Monday morning Broga that they've been rocking Let since me tell you at something, least B. 2017. Bada, here's what I'm going to tell you. But you can have it. <laughs> no, nobody else. I will also it. throw this out there. Anybody posting downrange, I would say 50% of the guys cannot complete in full range of motion a Broga workout by Bada Bing. I'll guarantee it. Challenge. Here's here's the thing. 
here's the thing that I'll say about it. And this is just my opinion, right? I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with, wrong with Broga. In fact, I think we probably should do more of it because there's all kinds of research that indicates that, A, it, it helps with flexibility, helps with uh, strength. I mean, there's look, I know for a fact, there's a couple of guys in our region that they run a, uh, they do uh, 15 or 20 minutes. I can't remember how much. Uh, I think it's 15 minutes of Broga on Friday mornings uh, right before a workout. And, you know, it's just kind of general stretching and, and core work and that kind of thing. And look, they've run whole Broga workouts before and you will sweat by the end. They are hard, right? So I don't have any problem with the Broga workout. Here's what I have an issue with. And that is when you do the Broga workout, if you're the kind of guy who needs a little extra padding under his arms and legs because he hurts a little bit and it makes him feel sad, then get a mat. That's fine. But there's no circumstance <laughs> where we should have our logo on something like that. Like, are we selling always pads with our logo on it? No, no, we're not. I get it. I get it. And I am. Uh, you can you can be an Andist and be for the Broga, but not for the Broga, not for the F3 Broga mat. Uh, and I will leave. I mean, I would even say I'm for a Broga mat. If you if, and seriously, like if that's something you need, go for it. But I'm not going to promote it with a, a brand that is supposed to be associated with toughness. It, and it was it was marketed to be used underneath your hands for I know for Merkins. So. I mean for push-ups. They couldn't even say Merkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. I yeah, and, and I'm with you. I don't I don't wear the gloves. I don't, All right. Uh, so you know I'll what stop, we can end I'll this. Stop. We can end this with a namaste, Yo. bitches. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, uh sitting there talking about how we need to be tougher. I feel like we we need to jump into a, a toughness topic. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, look at man. Whoa. Claps Whoa, on that. Man. That was semi-professional there, guys. Johnny Anchorman over here. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's driving this thing right along. Mm -hmm. So since you brought it up, we thought we might talk today because the coming up in mere moments, uh, the Iron Packs Challenge begins in earnest. Mm -hmm. And and not just Iron Packs Challenge in, uh, alone, but also kind of seat swaps in general. And I, and I know we've talked, you know, around this or mentioned it before. Uh, in the past, perhaps, but when we talk about, let's, let's talk about CSOPs first, and then we can talk about uh, maybe a little iron packs, uh, because that tends to be a little bit of a controversial topic uh, across the nation. And, uh, and I think there's some things to talk about uh, with regard to that too. So CSOP, here's the first question I have for all of you. What was the last one you participated in, in your region? So you could say like, yeah, you know, Grow Ruck is a CSOP and it kind of, and it is to, to a large degree, but your region, in your region, what was the last CSOP that, that existed or that you participated in? I'm going to give a shout out to F3 Jacks, the yeah, Fallen. Baby. It's on Memorial Day. It is uh, four hero wads. It's on, uh, again, Memorial Day. The first hero wad is the Murph. The second hero wad is the Manion wad. The third hero wad is a forced ruck march for three miles to uh, support the Army Fallen Rangers of Mogadishu. And the fourth special operations is for the Air Force called JAG 128 for Fallen Air Force Soldier. And that is 150 Mark, burpees. Mark Forrester's. That's name. right. Yep. So it's four wads across four different AOs or three different AOs plus the ruck march in between. And it is brutal. Mm -hmm. That sounds completely like stupid and utterly pointless. Yeah, yeah. Well, no reason to do that to yourself. Last official one that actually, you know, was an official actual CSOP. Uh, April, the boys of South Cary, uh, after their launch as a new region, did the Highland Games. 
pretty standard CSOPI, right? You know, get together, eight AOs over the course of the morning, probably 13, 14 miles by the time it was all said and done. But it was their way to kind of kick off. They officially launched January 1st, right? New region, split off Carpex. And then they said, let's let's in short order, right? Get a CSOP up and running. That was the one where if you saw on the Twitters, I was in full William Wallace face paint, kilt, homemade kilt, right? Classic. Because, you know, costume. Yeah, we you know, definitely costume. saw that. Yeah, definitely, sure definitely saw that. Who else? What do you got, Kyle? So, so Tacoma hasn't done any, like, by themselves uh, because they've been there in the middle of, of breaking off from Seattle slash Puget Sound. So I can't think of a regional one. I know I did GTE down in San Antonio, and I did Iron Packs last year. And then I've been dealing with injuries since uh, January. So, um, yeah, so I'm trying to think here. It's been a while. I can't think of something I've done, a, a deliberate actual CSOP since uh, San Antonio. Um, but uh, I do have some uh, – because I was I had to miss to call, uh, to, uh, Puget Sound's TTE due to the Army. So I don't know if mm-hmm. driving around Idaho's uh, deserts, freezing my butt off for two weeks count. But Nope. Nope. Doesn't count, Gobbler. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Nope. So uh, my last one actually, CSOP, was uh, the Grow Ruck and ENC that we did. Um, we were supposed to do Sasquatch, which is always the last week in July when it's hotter than balls. Um, and I was moving my parents. Uh, they got a place, and so I had to be a son that day, so I missed it. Um, and then we're getting ready to do the Blue Ridge in a little less than three weeks. So my Ooh. CSOPs have been way down compared to normal, and part of that is having a senior in high school and then a um, now a, a kid who's getting ready to run cross-country at Meredith, so I've promised my bride not to sign up for too much. Uh, Blue Ridge, I snuck in there because that was on our off week. Um, but besides that, I'm, I'm uh, trying to concentrate. So we need to definitely do some. I will tell you, we did have this sort of local thing we do each month where it's um, the Wayfinder where you try to do 15 different workouts. And di- so it's it's not really a CSOP in a sense, but it's it's how do you get around and explore different AOs just in a huge region instead of going to your same one. That was pretty cool because not only did it take time where you had to plan it out, but you had to do things you're not normally used to. And so that was a little bit different that we're doing locally each month. Um, that one's pretty cool. And then we have not another a CSOP. One, not a CSOP, not yeah. really, just a challenge more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we have the plank, which is eight workouts in a week. So basically each one plus you have to double up at least one at least once. Um so that's I don't I like that all. at all. <laughs> Um, so that's another challenge that, you know, we, yeah. lots of little things like that. Well, we and, just and modify. So we say CSOP, but, but, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of a challenge as well. Cause challenge. I think they accomplish somewhat the same, uh, the same thing as far as a, an organized CSOP, I will be honest. It, I, you know, I was out of commission for so long with my knee surgeries that, um, I can't quite remember the last one that I actually like did, did, I mean, I did some grow rucks and stuff and I, I, I but that in terms of a regional uh, internal one, we, we did though. I did Yeti. When was your last Yeti? Yeah. But I didn't participate. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I wasn't. Cause that was, cause it's like, Oh, it's 17 miles or something. And, and yep. legitimately like the doctor was like, it, you really, if you want these things, these need replacements to last for 20 years, then you, you shouldn't run that far uh, all at once. Um, so yeah, so I'm kind of trying to avoid all that. And I did tell him, I was like, uh, bless you for making me have a good excuse not to run 17 miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but the, the last thing that we did that was kind of see soppy or the ones that we're doing kind of right now is 
uh, and I tweeted about this uh, today, actually, just because I saw Michael Easter's uh, tweet. We've been doing kind of these mini sogis, like it's a misogi, but it's kind of a short, you know, just a, a like a timed version or something like that. And uh, they've been the first uh, first Saturday of every month for the last three months. And I'm kind of going to go through the end of the year and see if it sticks. Um, but we've been trying to do something where it's like you have, you know, at least a 50% chance of failure. So it's super, super hard to do. Uh, and you won't die from doing it. Um, and it really pushes you and challenges you. Um, mm-hmm. I, the example I gave, or I'll give you too, is, and I think I, we've talked about this at least amongst ourselves, is uh, that we carried our body weight. Do we talk about that before? No? Yeah. 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 I thought we, yeah, we carried our body we weight. Talk about it. It was something I was working up to until about last So you got fat? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. What? Until I got fat. Yeah. That's no. it. <laughs> What are you talking oh, about? Gobbler didn't get fat. Have you not seen the model on the yoga mat? I did see that. F3 yeah, years. Gobbler's looking, looking trim. Definitely not me. On the yoga mat. <laughs> so we've all done them. Mm-hmm. And we have, well, some of us have done them fairly recently. And it sounds like, you know, in, in a lot of places that uh, they're kind of happening. I know there's one coming up in the fort. They're doing this thing. They're calling it the final countdown. And uh, it's really just a run. But it's a it's teams and it's timed and it's a competition and I think it's kind of interesting because it's kind of like hey if you're fairly newish out and stuff you could probably still complete this it's one guy's going to run nine miles right one guy's going to run six and one three so you have three man teams and one guy starts and three miles in he picks up the guy at the six mile mark and they run together and then they pick up the guy at the three mile mark what not like oh that's cool no I get it that's cool um. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a guy might be like, Hey, I could run three miles. I think I can get three miles in, you know? Um, but, uh, they, um, that's, that's the plan. It's called final countdown. And, and I think it's going to be kind of a but cool that, one. Of so that, but that's like an offshoot, right? Like, and, but then there's the traditional OG style, which is basically like your annual seesaw, right? Like yeah. the boys in ENC got the Sasquatch, you got the Yeti, we got the Odyssey. They got the Kraken and Jacks, yeah. right? They got the mule in Raleigh. Like everybody's got like that one, that at least once a year you're trying to bring the whole region as many guys out as possible on a Saturday from six to 10 AM. Yeah. Right. And you're yeah. hitting eight stops and you got a SAG crew like that to me yep. is like, yeah, exactly. Which, it's I almost like a race, but it's not, but it's, yeah, yeah. But it's, there's some, there's well, some we kind of joke the first guy into the lot at the end, like, Oh yeah. GTL won the seesaw, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're all together. Cause you're picking guys up and all that, but right. that kind of style, those are a freaking, blast yeah no i love that and and i think there's like you know like you said uh bono kind of like there's challenges too like i would consider mm-hmm. like the misogi thing like that's kind of like a challenge it's not really a full-on seesaw where like we have the planning and like a thing so i think you really like there's one up in uh, mecca called the gremlin you know and it's a similar kind of thing it's not like a ton of miles but you you have it might be a mile or two in between each thing and th- but the workouts are just brutal I mean, they're just horrifying. They just really pack it on, you know, and you go to like five or six stops and it's, you know, three and four hours and it's a whole, whole big thing. You're right. Regions need, I think, some kind of anchor event like that. Go ahead, Bono. Yeah. So you got me thinking because part of leadership. That's dangerous. I know I, it's real dangerous. Um, but we're talking about CSOPs plus, right? How do we take a CSOP and bring it up a couple notches? So that took me back. And this is for the the old school guys back to the old. Uh, Marine Corps mud run, right? The Super Bowl of F3 when we started, like all the, the crews, basically Carolinas, we'd go down to this basically cow pasture with 
telephone poles so that you end up with like splinters in every orifice of your body, right? And, and you're just to make sure you get an infection, you jump in cow infested, cow infested <laughs> oh, water. So it was horrible, right? But it was one of those things. But when you're done and you're completely filthy, what do we have? We have this tent, right? And all the F3 guys from around the nation at that time were there, just mainly local guys for the most part. But then there's a rowboat full of beer, right? And it's just the second F and the fellowship and those things are like, holy cow, what if we did more of those? So there's some plans in place. Oh, and I Um, remember uh, back in the day, like uh, that was, you know, that was early, very early on in my F3 experience that we were still doing that. And like guys here, it was like, they chartered a bus, a bus. Yeah. And got guys like from Fort Mill and all, you know, Charlotte, you know, all these kinds of things and chartered a bus to go down. Um, And I think that was probably more so they could drink themselves silly right afterward and then have a ride home. But that's neither here nor there. But, uh, you know, that that was how they handled it. Like it was big time. It was really big time. We had one of our guys, the the one year I was able to do it, um, had a guy who played baseball at NC state and the coach moved to South Carolina. So we got to watch a South Carolina game, South Carolina, Florida. It's one of those things where you just, it's the plus piece. That's pretty cool. Not only doing it, but the build up to it. Like you're talking about the the drive back home, the drive there, the connections. Those are the things when you do one that's slightly outside a region, but you bring guys with you, that's where the bonds are really built. Uh, that's so cool when you're able to do that and connect with guys on a different level. Cause it literally beats you down on purpose. Well, they're, they're a, and they're a constant, you know, sort of come back to the idea of, you know, you can get in your Monday to Saturday, Monday to Friday, sort of F3 bubble locally. And right. You go to your AO, you do your beat down. And and that's a very super local feeling kind of version of F3 where it's all kind of happening in this one little space. Well, when you do a a, a seesaw and all of a sudden the whole region's there versus the usual, I don't know, 10, 12, 15, 20 guys you see at those AOs. Now you're part of something bigger than yourself. If you travel to a region that's next door or across the state, you're part of something even a little bit bigger than yourself. Or if you're doing something like Iron Packs, which is coming up now, we're all in this thing together, right? And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad because guys like to bitch about stuff they see. But also it's like, it's pretty cool, man. When you think about like thousands of guys uh, competing really against themselves, right? And this thing, that to me is what sort of, that's what I love about the Iron Packs thing. And, and give those guys credit. You know, four years ago, however long we've been doing this, I feel like this is maybe the fourth year. I think it's the fourth year. I think that's right. Kind of in that space. You got to give those guys credit for coming up with an idea. And maybe it was a timing thing. Yeah, it's hard. It's super hard, right? Those aren't easy workouts, but they did harness the power of something to get the whole nation, quote unquote, participating. And not everybody does it, but man, it's pre- it, it makes for no, a pretty but, neat yeah. thing that ties us all together. To Absolutely. Well, God. finish, finish this me. sentence. Uh, stress testing builds reliance, shared pain builds Q point three, three close, Brotherhood. close trust, trust. Oh, I was going to say injuries. Trust. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah, so yeah. to you know, to go off what you were saying, uh, Katie, yeah. right. You know, you're meeting other guys from around your region who you don't know that well, but you're building trust and reliance mm-hmm. on these other guys because you're sharing a painful experience yeah. with the man next to you. It's why I think it's why CrossFit wads are, and hero wads are so incredibly powerful. Hero wads obviously are powerful because you're hopefully doing it in honor of that fallen hero. But you also know that there are thousands of other people on Memorial Day doing the Murph and you're part of a ma- the guys at Stinking Forged and the Murph Challenge have tapped into an incredible emotional experience, not just a physically hard one. I think there's something similar 
to the way in which we can dust some CSOPs and, and they could look and feel yeah. like different things, but it ultimately is a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all, this is way bigger than just me. Yeah, doing this no, thing right I now, agree. Which I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, I agree. In fact, that's one of the things that I early on, you know, <clears throat> and so if you're not familiar, Pax, with the Iron Pax Challenge, I would first say, uh, shove that rock off of you and get out from underneath it because mm-hmm. it's kind of a big thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. And, uh, you know, pay attention to Twitter and Slack and all those kinds of things so you can get some more information on it. But essentially what it is, is week after week for the month of September, uh, and there's a week zero kind of to prep you. Um, but the weeks that count is a week, you know, there's four weeks in September when <clears throat> for, I, I guess they're typically t- a time to be about 45 minutes or give or take. Right. And uh, I've and definitely they, done some that have taken me longer. Oh, amen. <laughs> sure. Amen. I'm just like, well, that was a DNF. You know, I'm walking out at 45 because there ain't no way I'm finishing this thing. Um, but uh, and they're, they're generally speaking, they're usually a pretty good overall body beat down. And they are really very, very hard, but they're almost always really, really well planned. Like, it's never just like, get out there and do 5,000 burpees, you know, and like, whenever you finish is when you finish. Like, that's just kind of weak, right? Like, they're usually very well planned. They've introduced, I mean, heck, I think we probably sold like a thousand Murder Bunny t-shirts. Yeah. Like, legit. It's insane. And so these little guys, and you've heard them, you'll hear, and if you haven't listened to it yet, you know, C-SPAN had them on the round table and, you know, they've been on the, on the uh, stuff we're trying and, you know, they've been on lots of podcasts. And so we're not just here to praise Greenwood, although all hail Greenwood. Uh, but these guys hit on something in a special way. There is literally nothing. And I mean, literally we're north of 3000 packs across F3 nation have participated. There's not even, nothing has come even close. I mean, we barely had, well, I shouldn't say we barely, we have more than that on the email list. And I think that's the only other thing that could possibly <laughs> come close. And I'm not even sure that counts, you know, like our open rate's pretty good. So, okay. But opening the emails doesn't really qualify as a CSOP, right? Um, well, it depends on what was written in there, I guess. But um, point being that, you know, these guys hit on something. And so what we want to kind of talk about today or, or that we've been talking about, but one of the things I want to make sure we talk about too is that it's not just that it's like controversial that makes it a big deal. Uh, but there's there's something to that shared suffering uh, and and having that kind of organized thing and, and you know the, the 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 lead up to it the ramp up to it and everybody gets all excited and you know, i mean there's so much that i think is is part of the experience that makes i i think this is my personal opinion that iron packs is a just an incredibly special and cool kind of a thing it's the only one that i and i would say this you can correct me or you know downvote it or whatever right i'm calling it the nation seesaw yeah i was gonna say it's the only thing that we really kind of do that started in a regional thing that gets kind of the full force of the nation behind it. And that's with some intentionality, right? Like what you yeah. guys do in your regions is meant to be your things. And that's what makes it special. And honestly, it's why the nation, the quote unquote, the nation can't champion everything. Right? We're not supposed to, it's about you guys, right? You guys do what you do locally. This one just hit on a chord and it uni- and it united sort of this F3 nation together in the shared experience that it just, it kind of just became what it what it has become, right, Bono? Yeah, but and, and I think the thing right there that you hit on this is the Iron Packs. The beauty of it, it is a reg- regional thing. I mean, Doa didn't say let's do it on this month or this thing, right? Because no, literally, no, it, no one would have listened to that. No They'd one like, would have hey, listened, literally. It, <laughs> right, and and that's the beauty of it, right? So 
I mean, a couple of years ago, we, we when we did uh, we were in the middle of COVID, we did the virtual Sasquatch, right? That was one I know the St. Louis guys bought into that big time. And we got so many people from around. The, and this is something little, literally locally right here in ENC that started in Greenville, North Carolina and just blew up. And it hadn't maintained that that because we tried going back to face to face. But this is one where those guys have and the the way they've organized it and the way that's there and the junk talking going on. All we have to do is, is get Gobbler talking junk and he talks it out of both sides of his mouth. It doesn't matter. Right. That's and the both beauty, ends of right? his. Or, oh wait, yeah, whatever yeah. body part, right? That's the cool thing is that this is still a regional thing, even though the nation has bought into it, right? And we're doing it from across the nation. That's the cool thing is it's still led by regional guys, not us. Well, and I'll and throw one more. Oh, sorry, Ben, go ahead. They they incorporate even you know sometimes exercises from regional seasops, like there'll be a crack in burpee. You know, obviously, uh, murder bunny. We don't know where that originated, but um, it may have been Greenwood. It may like, have been. I think I, it was I, the I, but, of hell. I think I. Yeah, exactly. You know was... what? But it exists now, and it's out in the universe, and it's quite possibly the worst exercise on the face of the planet. Uh, it's not just very for the record. While we've been sitting here, Metro actually had an additional PAX register. So you know, <laughs> way to go. What does that? What does that make? Two. That's four. Uh, five for Metro. Oh. oh. Uh, three or total of eight for Metro and Mecca combined because we have to combine their numbers to actually look decent. Um, That's not even looking decent. But, but you know, Kitty, you were hitting on something. It's this idea of identity. Um, mm. In order to have an identity and a shared identity, you have to have a shared experience. If you think about it, why do you consider yourself, you know, um, a member of your region you you that's part of your identity because you have shared experiences why do you consider yourself an american because all americans have certain shared experiences mm. it's the same thing with you know your you and your wife you have a shared identity because you've gone through things together it's the same thing at f3 nation in order to have a shared identity we have to have shared experiences and one of the the primary ones is the workout it doesn't matter yep. where you go the workout's the same i can show up in greenwood and it's going to have a, a similar experience as gold rush as opposed to snacktown well, this is just one of those other things that helps create a shared identity. Um, and don't we shouldn't underestimate that because when things get difficult and we have disagreements, we fall back on that shared identity to solve those disagreements. If the disagreement is larger and bigger than your shared identity, you have division. Mm. If the shared identity is bigger and more important than the difference you have with the fellow man, then you work through it. And the, that's one of the things that CSOPs will do. I, I, it's very hard to find two guys that have gone through a grower together that can't work through some disagreement. Mm. And I think that this is this kind of goes into larger that why even these- me and Bono. I, I was gonna <laughs> literally say, I mean, if we can still talk about talking in a ditch, right? At Pinehurst at the end as Tell aggravated. I mean, but and it's one that right there between the two of us, we know exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one that no matter how much we disagree. There's that just what you said, Gobbler, that shared identity that we can get through it because we suffered there together overnight and boom. All right. We'll get over it. All right. I mean, think Go about Gobble. the fact, Sorry too, like that. you've got the guys in Seattle who have won it the last two years who have legit since like the springtime been training. They're training for this thing now. Right. You got all the guys have, have made custom coupons. Right. Painted up like dope coupons. I, I got think one a of lot of that's because of IPC, all those guys, right? With their custom and like, so that's just, it's just a neat thing. And it's like, who, who does, who does this stuff? So we joke around a lot about like, oh, silly. Like this is, you know, it's an adult fraternity and it's a cult and all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. 
But then also when you really look at the heart of it, it's all those things. When you look at what we're doing here, it's like, you know what? But that is a, st- a really super special thing. And, you know, inevitably over the next three, four weeks, you're going to see guys who are like, Man, that's bullshit. There's no way that guy did it in 18 minutes or whatever the t- crazy times are. But that is that that is a much smaller voice than the uniting factor to Gobbler's point about the identity of this thing and how we're in this I, thing together. Which is- I do want to say I did Iron Packs. Let's see here. So I did it in 2000. I, I Anyways, I did it one year. And I remember Bob the Builder did, had some great times. And I ended up having to go down to um, Cape uh, Fear. Yeah, I went down to Cape Fear. I went down to Wilmington for hurricane duty. And I had the pleasure, and I really use quotation marks, to do one of the Iron Packs weeks with Bob the Builder at Wrightsville Beach with a hurricane off the coast blowing in. Humid as all hell. And I realized that he really is that much faster than me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dude dusted me. Yep. And then he came back and finished it with me. And so, you know, people were like, this guy, first of all, I don't, it's not about what that guy that I've never met, how fast he can do it and whether or not he's doing his burpees correctly or whether or not he's doing his burpees correctly because I really don't care because they have no effect on me. Um, Bono doing his push-ups correctly do not help me get more fit. Never has, never will. And it's kind of the same thing. If if you're uh, letting someone else's, performance and poor form affect you uh you've kind of missed the point here yeah kitty you know what you said and you know talking about shared experience and all that kind of stuff and and these things you know the the idea of not letting uh the 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 small things get too big for the big things but you you said something in there that that tripped something in my mind and i'm trying to remember exactly what you had said because i want to go back to it i can't remember right now right before gobbler spoke well, I said, you know, th- you're going to hear people inevitably complaining about yes, a guy's that super was it. fast time, questioning right. it, but like, yep. that's a small voice compared yeah. to the bigger, the big idea. voice. Exactly. And so I think, yeah, thank you for reminding me. Cause that's what I, I didn't want to just touch on that because, and just like Gobbler said, are there guys that are going to post times that you think that you think are absolutely ridiculous? Yes. hundred percent. Are they liars? Let's not do that, please. Well, that's the other point. Can right? we not like, do that? We don't have to do what the rest of the internet does. Yeah, All like the time. maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But to your point, like who cares? Like it's not important. Oh, were you afraid you weren't going to get the non-existent trophy? That's what you were afraid of? <laughs> I is think that, the, I think the thinking? Seattle guys made themselves a trophy. <clears throat> now that might be true, but um, but we could get all do something like that, right? But mm-hmm. I, so I would say that as we head into this too, and it really in any seesaw, right? Remember the point of it is to bring us together and to give us that shared identity and to do something stupid together and to have fun like if you want to complain about somebody's score i think that's hilarious fun if you do it out of you know just jest and that kind of thing i mean look guys come at me all iron packs long because they love to hear how poorly i did and i'm not ashamed to say like if anyone thought that oh just because i'm sitting in this chair for some reason that somehow i was the fittest guy in the nation like that's not really how this was chosen <laughs> you know um <laughs> because if it was we'd have a real problem i definitely wouldn't be here in fact i would never be able to earn my way here right it's just not even possible um and so you know i'm not ashamed to say like i went to metro this weekend it wasn't a seesaw and uh, i worked out slaughter was on cue and i was d f l i had no hope uh, of keeping up with those guys for the five plus miles that they ran us uh, for that hour, um, you know, with all the push-ups and with all the burpees and with all the other stuff, those guys are fit, man. It just is the way it is. Now I can either 
get all you know butthurt about it and be like those Merkins weren't real Merkins I did real Merkins oh, okay sure yeah fine great are you proud of yourself now like what does that get you nothing <clears throat> the other thing I was going to say too is uh, just a little something I'm not saying it's a stuff worth trying necessarily because we haven't tried it yet so we don't know but it's a stuff I'm going to try and that is I decided that uh, you know the whole the whole thing of guys getting really caught up about you know who's butt hurt over what and who may or may not have gotten you know what score I said what if we just removed all that and instead of worrying about what guys in you know Fort Chiswell are aren't able to do uh, and what scores they may or may not have put up or what uh, aluminum packs might have said about your score or whatever idiot. I mean, these are so stupid. These are just so stupid. You know, it, it, whatever those things are, instead of worrying about that, here's what we're going to do, at least with some of us down in the fort. I don't know if everyone's going to participate, but I'm trying to encourage guys to put together four-man teams. And we're going to compete just against each other within the region. I like it. I like it. And you're going to average the score over the four guys so that no one knows exactly like, who was the fastest? Who was the slowest? Your submitted score, you're going to have one submitted score for your team, and it's not going to be the top score. It's going to be the average of the scores. Mm-hmm. So, yes, choose wisely who's on your team, sure. But also recognize that, you know, you're, it's teamwork. You know, you're all going to do it together, right? And and when we submit that score within the region, now you can submit your individual score as well, of course, man, and you should, right? You should because it's fun. But, you know, outside of that, like – just uh, have a little fun with it. Maybe there's something you can do. Maybe you do it like that, or maybe you choose some other way to, you know, to try and, and make it fun and, and make it mm-hmm. so that you're not worried about the wrong things, but, you know, still do the iron packs. I can't, I mean, I cannot recommend it highly enough. In fact, there's whole AOs now that are based on doing old iron packs workouts and recycling them because yep. I mean, they're just that bad. Yep. So I want to, people aren't going to like this, but oh boy. I, I'm sitting here perusing, I'm hearing you talk, but I'm, I'm on the Iron Packs website. And the one I particularly like is the regional count. Um, and as I peruse it, there is a very high correlation to the number of the high, the high participating regions and the ones that are currently growing. Okay. It, I'm not saying it's a connection. I'm not saying it's a cause, but there is definitely a correlation between those regions that are star fishing and growing St. Louis, Birmingham, Houston, you know, and they're all the other regions that are spidering off of them and their participation. Star fishing off. Star fishing off. And you know what I'm talking about. I know. So, you know, St. Louis is St. Louis. It's actually hard to figure out all the ones that I should group into St. Louis right now because they've had so many. Same thing with Houston. Um, in fact, Houston just started up another one recently. So, you, whether you want to say correlation causes causation, I, I'm not going to get into that, but there is a correlation there is that the regions that are growing and planting, not just new AOs, but planting new regions are participating. Now, does that mean by doing iron packs, you will reinvigorate your region? I don't know, but I will say it's not going to hurt. You're you. not going to not invigorate your region by doing it. It ain't going to hurt you. Yeah. The only guy who's been steady is just Schmidlap. He signed up for it every year by himself out of Fort Chiswell. He hasn't been able to get any growth, but he keeps trying. Well, that's actually because he just says he refuses. If a guy yeah. comes and says, Hey man, I want to work out with you. No. He will punch them in the throat and just drop him to his knee and just be like, you're not welcome here. So, so what are some of these? I can tell you want to say something. Hold what on. Are, Bada, okay, Bada, okay, Bada. Say something. I almost, I, I asked this morning at, at uh, hard knocks if birmingham just forces as part of their membership everybody to sign up 
<laughs> no, but I think they're going to shout out to shout out to those guys. Personally. What I want to say, what they're trying to get to 69. Sure. They're, they're uh, at 69 right now. Holding, <laughs> holding, no. holding strong. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a cultural thing, right? Like they are striving for a particular culture of doing hard things, not getting soft mm-hmm. uh, and not letting Broga take over, you know, uh, I'll, I'll finish with that, but Not that's Broga. a cultural thing. Broga mats, <laughs> right? Letting Broga mats take over. Um, so no, it's exciting to see that, uh, and it it also invigorates other regions to say, "Hey, what's going on with those guys? Maybe we need to reach out um, and and see what they're doing." Right? You know, maybe we need to be pivoting and doing some things a little differently. A lot of the things we talk about here, you'll notice a bit of a theme is from the perspective of. Uh, do you, you potentially, Hey, do you feel like you're kind of fizzling a little bit? Do you feel like you're kind of getting a little stagnant? Does your leadership feel like it's getting a little stale, you, you know, and you, and you look back to what we talk about, go back on every episode. We're kind of bringing up some things where there could be some hard truths. You have to ask yourself too, as a leader, right? Maybe as a PAX member, maybe as a region, and maybe it's one of those things like, man, I don't know what's going on with us. We just seem kind of stale. Okay. Get in there leader and then get your men invigorated around doing something together. All right, let's get our seesaw back up and running. Let's get a committee around doing a one big day seesaw. Maybe that'll give us a little fire. Let's get our guys rallied around doing this thing together. The odds are you're just, you just kind of stop doing stuff together would be my guess. And you probably fell into your routine of small AO daily workouts. And that's about it, which by the way, still not a bad way to experience F3, but you're leaving so much on the table. So real quick, right on that line there, Kitty, um, been talking to Pruntane out of Jacksonville and now Major Payne and Danny are getting on board, but we're talking about different part sponsorships and partnerships with say Spartan, for example. Uh, so how can we do something where sector wise or regionally guys can come together and do mm-hmm. something crazy like that? And could we have a partnership with Spartan that's good for F3, that's good for the sec- sectors, that's good for the regions or areas that guys can come together? So the idea is how can we create more opportunities like that to yeah. not just simply do it a simple CSOP, but how can we add more to it? How can we do the plus? How can we create opportunities for failure? How can we create opportunities for guys to come together? How can we create opportunities, like Doa said, where teams of guys come together, like it's why the stinking brr is so funny bono like i know i'm going to die those six legs are going to smoke me i'll be crushed but i know at every ez there's going to be 50 f3 guys from outside of my region that i'll get to see and and offering you the the you know the gels or the electrolytes when i'm dying running up grandfather mountain right same thing because they're there for me and they're there telling my guys what's going on and so it works but if you see guys from F3 Rock Hill and they offer you something while you're don't, running, don't take it. Don't take it's it. a lie. And I'll tell you this. Here's a quick story. Just total sidebar. <laughs> that sounds like a man who's been burned. We are we are running. And I don't even remember what race it was now. It wasn't the BRR because I've never run that. I just drove P2 it. P2 Hundy, like, maybe? maybe? It might have been the P2. I think it might have been the P2. No, you know what? It may have been damn to damn. Let me take that back. I think it might have been damn to damn. Anyhow, we're doing this stupid thing. We got the team out there. And, and I've got this eight-mile up a hill, just mm. suck fest. I mean, just mm. the worst freaking mm. leg. And I was like, mm. why did you give the worst leg to the worst runner? But <laughs> hey, that's fine. You be you. And, uh, and I'm coming down this hill and there's this bridge and I see these guys and they're guys I recognize. And they were like, dude, you look terrible. 
And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to grind it out. And they were like, look, no, you, you need some water and you need a little, little something here take these goose, take these, you know, whatever, right. Give me some water. And I was like, okay, good. And they were like, now look, you're going to make it, man. There's only like one mile left. There's only like one mile left. And I was like, all right, I can do this. And so I just take off up this hill, like with purpose. And I'm thinking this is the longest mile of my life. There were three more miles. (laughs) It's okay to lie to someone when they're in the midst of a seesaw. Oh my gosh. It was, I was so mad. I can't build if they trust told that you way. it was three, what would you have done? You would have quit. No, I'd have figured that, I, okay, I got three and I could have, hey, I would have taken off a lot slower. I'll you tell you that. I'll tell you what, going back to what you said, Bono, uh, I was in a Spartan race with Prune Tang and I thought, hey, I got this down. It's going to be fine. And I get to like, you know, mile five and I'm in a dark place and covered in mud and, and I'm uh, pretty pissed off. And he runs up beside me and he's like, all right brother and i'm like no no i'm I'm not good and he's like it'll be fine we got i got you and he picked up the six and he brought me all the way in you know and uh that's what it's all about and another thing too you know i i think i went in year one hot and hot stuff thinking you know oh iron packs i'm gonna do well i'm gonna uh score high and then i get in there and i realize you know maybe i'm sort of just middle of the road and maybe I ain't, ain't hot shit and I'm not like top 1% here. And uh, I had to really check myself, my ego and say, you know what? I'm, it ain't me against these other guys. It's me against me where I'm at getting 1% better every day, not trying to be in the top 1% mm-hmm. and starting to change my perspective and complain less and just champion the cause and do uh, just contribute to it. Right. It's be a contributor to IPAX and, yeah. you know, do it for me to get better and not to compare myself to, you know, the, the VHSs of the world and the booze and, you know, left turns, you know, who run four yeah. minute miles, right. That's, right. that's not me. No, yeah. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. Right. So, so it goes last, back to leaving your ego at the door and just sign yes. up. I was mm-hmm. just going to, I was just going to reiterate what you're saying there. Cause we're kind of at our time. So I'm going to kind of wrap it up, but go ahead, Gob, and then I'll so wrap it up. Well, so what are some common I got two things. One is uh, what is our comp- some common reasons that people won't sign up and let's, let's maybe hit them. I know like one is it's too hard. People say it's too hard. They can't. Baloney, they can't but yes, they do pat, say move, that. Yeah. Disavow well, yourself. There, there's a mod. There's always a modification and they do a video. I don't remember the guy who does it, but there's always a modification to modify. Also true. Have, yes. I've heard people say that they can't recover from it and like maybe they're overtraining. And I, I don't know what people know about overtraining, but I'm pretty sure uh, if you had taking time to listen to this podcast, you're probably not the type of person that's overtraining because people who, who are of that ilk are doing something else right now than listening to us blabber. Uh, that's not true because they have it on their headphones and they are running four minute miles and they're listening. If you, okay, so, if you uh, haven't gotten rhabdo before, you haven't overtrained. Okay. Ah, there we on. go. Okay. All right. The other one that I hear sometimes, Gom, just to throw it out there is, well, I can't get over the idea, the, the whole in terms of iron packs for sure, but I can't get over the whole um, measuring and those guys are liars and everyone's poor form. And, and they look at themselves and go it, because they still think it's about them and how they stack up versus just mm-hmm. doing something fun and cool that everybody's doing. So, so Dirk, I have a, I have a quote that deals with that whole competition aspect. I, I happen make to come across this. I'll make it quick. I just, I saw it this weekend at on base and this, this quote was written on the stands overlooking a, a football field on base where we do stuff. And it's a quote by General Douglas MacArthur. And it goes like this. Upon the fields of friendly strife are sown the seeds that on other days 
and on other fields will bear the fruits of victory. And I'm telling you, that has been a mantra that we have used in the army that you go out and you compete against each other, not just to make yourself better, right? The, the seeds, you know, what seeds do you plant when you compete against each other? It's the seeds of getting better. It's the seeds of brotherhood. It's, it's, you know, the seeds that I can trust you because when I'm in trouble, I'm not going to call somebody that I can beat because obviously they're, if I'm failing, I need someone who's stronger than me. Right. Mm. And so, you know, when we think about this, friendly competition is it makes bonds that we can depend upon, you know, other days. Obviously, General Douglas MacArthur, he was talking about wartime, you know, and he's talking about officers and competing against each other and all that stuff. But it still applies. It still applies in our everyday life. If you you should seek out opportunities to compete against your brothers, not not the opposite. And if it's tearing apart your your region, if it's tearing apart your region, it ain't IPC's fault. Mm. Oh, yep. Kitty, I would say that is a quote worth repeating. I I wrote it down. (laughs) He didn't didn't give me a chance to guess who said the quote, which is what we usually do. But that's That's a a different show. It's a different show. It is. It is. Uh, So here's what I'm going to say. Last thought. Guys, if you're out there and you're thinking about a seesaw, do it. One thing I, so a couple lessons that I've learned from, from Iron Packs. Number one, uh, the boss, quote unquote, of the nation slash region slash whatever, isn't necessarily going to be the guy to come up with the idea and it may not be the best one anyway. So if you have a thought for like a cool, fun seesaw, if, if it's tradition in your little region there to ask permission, by all means, do whatever you got to do. Otherwise, I say, permiss this and just go ahead and start get, it. Get the just vapor. freaking do yep. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whatever. What are they going to do? Revoke your membership? Like, come on. Right? No. Get out there and invigorate men to bond because that is an essential part of leadership, right? Building teams and trusting one another and moving forward. It's, it's how we grow as men. So that's number one. And you learn that. In, in, in absolute, no question about it, from Greenwood. Greenwood is in the middle of nowhere. I think the population of Greenwood is probably less than uh, ECU. I'm, <laughs> if, or maybe it might be comparable, right? I don't know, right? It can't be, it's not very big. It's not a very big town. And these, these guys from this, you know, quote unquote, small town have turned the nation on its head with how they think about things. I mean, again, 3,500 or whatever it was last year, these guys that participated, it's mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Uh, the other thing that I would throw out there is this, uh, and a couple guys made the point and I'll make the point as well. There was a guy named Longshanks who, uh, is super fit. Um, and the first year it was, I think it was the first year that we did the Yeti. I participated like an idiot. And by the end I was total DFL. I mean like DFL by so much that everyone had left the parking lot, but I was ready to mail it in at about mile 11 or 12. I think it was, there was a stop. Right. And, um, and, and he was joking with me and he was like, Nope, you're not done. And I was like, no, I really think I'm done. I can't go any further. He's like, I'll run the rest with you. And I was like, I don't want you to run the rest with me. I want you to go away. I don't want to do this. And he, he, he's the guy who every year after that literally won it, like was first, he was the fastest guy. But that year when I needed it, he jokingly said, I'm going to push you in this, this left shopping cart on the side of the road to complete it. He didn't do that, but he said, we're going to finish this together. And even though I had to walk and even though I, I mean, he could have easily been first 100% could have, 
but he was a guy who ran behind the fat slow guy. My very first year, I think it was in F3 or maybe my second year, but still, uh, and, and sure enough, that was, that was the way that works. So the other thing is I would admonish you to say, do it for the guy next to you. Do it for the guy that needs a little more encouragement. Do it for the, do it for yourself because it's fun mm-hmm. to check and see where you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, see where you stack up, whether it's real or whether it's not real, it doesn't really matter, but do it for the right reasons and remember the mission. Now, the last thing I would say is this, and I think that uh, Gobbler hit it, Bono hit it. Actually, I think we all hit it in some way or other. And that is Nantans. If this is something that's causing big problems in your region, boy, I tell you what, get to leading, get to leading. Because it's not easy, is it, Bono? No, it's not. It's not easy, is it, Kitty? Nope. No, because if it was easy, we wouldn't need leaders. Aye? Aye. 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 Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there 43 feet at a time.